On this episode, I interview an e-commerce expert and e-commerce entrepreneur that sold over $20 million of products in 2016 alone. And he does it with a simple two-page website on ClickFunnels. Do stay tuned. Well, well, welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kanae, answers them. Also here from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. If you're looking to grow your business, there's only one way by building real quality customer relationships. Most marketing software will claim they can do this, but will never deliver on their promises. You need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Clavio comes in. Clavio helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. That is why 10,000 innovative brands have switched to Clavio. What's the secret to building customer relationships? Tune in to Clavio's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going year round. Just head over to clavio.com forward slash beyond BF for more. That's clavio.com forward slash beyond BF.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kunle Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Um, so on today's show, I have with me an expert in click funnels and e-commerce. Now, there's you know a lot of what we've talked about, a lot of the growth in e-commerce, as you guys know, has been around Shopify. And, um, you know, there is a segment of, you know, online retailers and, and e-commerce in general that's using the ClickFunnels platform to, to, to rapidly, you know, um, grow. And um, to, on today's show, I really am excited to, 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 to have with me Trey Llewellyn. So welcome to the show, Trey. Yeah, man. Glad to be here. Fantastic. Um, so I probably haven't done you sufficient justice with the intro. Um, could you take a minute or you know or less to to introduce yourself, please? Yeah, sure, of course. So uh, so we're talking about click funnels, I guess, of course. And um, I think still to this day, I don't know. I've got to check with Russell, but uh, I'm pretty sure to this day we're still the the number one user of click funnels, like the most contacts, the highest amount of transactions. Um, uh, in certain amount of times, things like that. So it's pretty cool. So we've we've had a lot of fun with it. We do a lot of physical products. So what we do is, you know, we'll go to China and we'll, uh, you know, grab products from there. Doesn't matter if it's like a trinket pro- 
product or a premium product. And then uh, we bring it into the US and then uh, we create some sales copy around it and see if we can sell it. Okay. So let's talk about you, the entrepreneur, Trey. Um, tell, give us your background. How long have you been doing this? Um, how long have you been involved in e-commerce? What were you doing prior to, to e-commerce? Yeah. So prior to e-commerce, uh, I was an insurance agent. And then prior to that, I was an electrical engineer. And so I was an electrical engineer for about a year and then decided that wasn't for me. And then I went into the insurance business because it kind of gave you an entrepreneurial kind of feel. And then uh, was there for three years, but I wanted out because I wasn't making the money that I wanted to make uh, or that I knew I could make uh, just because of restrictions for marketing and things like that. And uh, I got introduced by a good friend of mine. I don't think I have the book up. Oh, maybe I do. It's right here. There we go. I'm always, always wrapping this guy. 7L, Michael Mayer. So Michael Mayer, my big man, friend, he recommended some good stuff in this book. And along with that came a referral chain. And so if you read it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But he referred a good friend of mine, Sean Lynham, to me. And Sean Lynham was in this little e-commerce space. And I said, Sean, who do I need to know? Who do I need to contact? How do I get in this space? And he goes, you need to go to this event called Traffic and Conversion. So I went and I was blown away by everything that I heard and like what they were talking about from stage. And they were doing like all these analytics stuff. I was like, holy smokes, this is an amazing world. And that's how I, I just, I, I couldn't take notes fast enough. I didn't even... Well, I couldn't even afford the VIP place where you, uh, uh, you know, plug in your laptop so you can charge your laptop. I was in the back row, cheapest ticket, taking furious notes as fast as I could. And then I was up till 3 a.m. every night that I was there, uh, just re-going over the notes, studying how like these opportunities that I could possess. Like This is amazing. And uh, I went back home and I started, uh, started selling shirts, started selling t-shirts using a Facebook page. And that's how I grew it. Fantastic. How many years ago was this? How many years ago was this? Yes. Uh, let's see. This was probably six or seven years now. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, obviously things have changed over the years, you know, so you've been in the game for six, seven years now. Um, how, what's been the transition? What, what's been the major change um, from it was you know seven years ago, 2017, 16 to 2019 yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, what has been the biggest change? I think it's realistically who you surround yourself with, who you're willing to you know, pay to be around. There's tons of mentors out there. There's the good mentors. There's the bad mentors. There's the, the fun ones and not so fun ones, the educated ones and the not so educated ones, the ones that take your money and the ones that you know, want to make sure that you get your money back out of the, out of the mentorship. Mm -hmm. uh, the biggest thing was, is, you know, I've had, I've had all of those, right? I've had a lot of great ones. I've had a lot of not so great ones. Uh, I've learned from all of them as well. Uh, but I think it really comes down to, you know, making sure that you are, you know, listening or are surrounding yourself. Uh, my business partner and I were just kind of talking about this. You can read, you can go to the library and grab 10 books on how to swim, but come to the day of jumping in the pool and never swimming before, it's going to be unrealistic that you know and know how to swim, right? You just read 10 books about it. I get it. You've been in, the, in little groups listening to podcasts, for instance, like, kind of like this one. But until you actually you know, surround yourself with people who can coach you during, an, in, during that process as like a swim coach, right? Like, yeah. hey, let's get in the water. Let's see what you're going to do right. Let's see what you're going to do wrong. And it's until you, you take that position of hiring a coach um, that I think a lot of people can struggle. And I, I did the same thing. I struggled. You, you need that it. instant feedback, don't you? 
instant feedback, you know, um, yeah. while you're in the pool, you know, they tell you, you know, your, your, your stroke's not right. Yeah. What you're paying for through a mentor is just time. I mean, realistically, you know, could you learn how to swim by yourself over time? Yeah. Are you going to be the best swimmer there is over time? Possibly, you know, but realistically, if you want to get really good, really quick, why not get trained by someone who knows what to do on a higher level, how to turn, how to rotate, how to swim faster, what strokes to use? Same thing with e-commerce, right? Can you learn how to build a Shopify store? Can you learn how to build a ClickFunnels page? Absolutely. It's very easy. They've made it extremely easy to do. But actually, the next piece is the hardest piece, which is optimization, understanding what creates a conversion, what allows someone or makes someone you know, internally, psychologically put a credit card through a computer to purchase your product, right? That's the hard part. That's where a lot of people get stuck. And they read books on it. They read material. They listen to podcasts. They watch interviews. But until you have someone, I think, beside you, alongside you, uh, watching over that is, is really where you're, you'll, you'll uh, have momentum. That's the case for me anyways. I didn't have any momentum until I started hiring coaches, mentors, people who just had little pieces. Now, I will say though, that of all the coaches that I've hired, no one had the, 100% of the answer. Meaning one guy was really good at Facebook. He knew Facebook ads. like He was really, really good at Facebook ads. And so I learned a lot from him, just Facebook ads. But he had no clue what, how to optimize a website or how to optimize a, a sales copy or how to optimize a web page. So I had to go to another mentor. Hey, how do, you, how do you optimize this stuff? Like, How do you make it better? How do you make it convert higher? Oh, I know how to do that. Okay, now I got two pieces. right? I got Facebook. I got uh, the sales copy. Well, how do you keep clients coming back? Retention. Lifetime value. That was another coach. Right? Now, wow, we're, we're doing really great. How do you scale a company? I don't know. I've never scaled a company before. Okay, well, that's another coach. So all these coaches have different strides, different techniques, different knowledge. And so I, I, I don't want to ever put out the, the idea that you can learn everything that you need to learn to grow a business successfully by one mentor or one coach. Does that make sense? Yeah. So how do you find you know, the, the right coach? You know, you just, you, you find them just like anything else, right? You watch people and you listen to people. And I think it really comes back, back to referrals. Referral is a big piece of someone who's already in, the, in, the, in, the, in their mentorship, right? Hey, what do you think about that guy? Is he any good? Did you learn anything? Did you make any strides? Any success? Has he had, does he have any books out that you've read? Um, you know, a lot of mentors that I've gone through, I've seen either on stage, talk about something. I've implemented what they talked about and it worked. So those are somebody like, okay, what they're saying is true. So now I want to know more. So I would go and, go and ask, hey, how do, I, how do I get more of your time? Because what you said on stage, at least that worked. So I'm, I'm assuming there's probably more behind the curtain. Uh, how do I get that access, right? Uh, that's how I'll find, find mentors, um, you know, in, in through referrals or through books and just reading someone's book and saying, man, this guy has some deep, deep knowledge on a specific area that I'd like more knowledge in or more education on. And I'll go from that, ask them to be a mentor. Or ask them to be a mentor to me. So do you have any mentors now? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Our current, uh, current mentor is Jay Abraham right now. Mm. So we use Jay Abraham a lot. Yeah, direct response. Okay, so let's get into e-commerce and click funnels. Um, sure. When did you start using you know, um, click funnels for, for your e-commerce, you know, um, funnels. So we were actually selling t-shirts through teespring.com. And at the time they didn't give you the data, the, the database. So you had no clue who your customers were. 
And so I was struggling to get off Teespring as fast as I could to get the data. And we tried to build this website. We paid $5,000 to you know, a guy overseas to build this website. Uh, we go to launch and it totally bombed, totally failed. Mm-hmm. And my good friend, Kim Doyle, she, I called her. I was like, what do I do? You're the WordPress chick. Like That was her name at the time. I was like, what, what's the next scenario? Like, What can we do? She's like, well, you need to really check out something called ClickFunnels. And I was like, ClickFunnels? What is that? And she's like, oh, this kid named Russell Brunson's putting it out. He just kind of came up with it. Uh, you should go check it out. So I went over, I grabbed the free trial and, uh, and started putting our t-shirts on this, this, this website, this funnel thing. Uh, and ironically enough, I believe I'm the third or fifth user of ClickFunnels. Whoa. Okay. That's, that's, how, <laughs> that's, how... <laughs> that's, how, that's how far back I go. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm opportuned that the audience is opportune to, to really learn, you know, the ropes from, from you within the short, you know, span of time we have you on. Okay. So, um, what are the fundamentals of building out funnels, you know, on, on click funnels, um, in the sense that, um, you know, do you go multiple products? Do you go single products? You know, what do you do about the upsells? There's so many moving parts. Um, could you sort mm. walk us through, the key pillars to build in a successful click funnels, you know, um, e-commerce, you know, um, site or e-commerce offer. Yeah, I, I did it all wrong at the beginning. So I read, uh, I read this book called the the habit or the Rockefeller habits. Mm-hmm. And I really can't tell you everything that's in that book, but there's one sentence that I repeat all the time. And it says, every time you add a skew, so what a skew is, is like a product number. So like this would be a skew, this cup, this phone would be a skew. This little yeah. Einstein guy would be a skew. So three products, three skews. And it said, every time you add a skew to your company, you increase the complexity of your company by 12x. And the first time I heard that or read that, I was like, <laughs> like, what's he talking about? Like 12x, come on. Like you had one, you had two, like, hey, you just ship out a coffee mug, or you ship out a phone, like, or you ship out both. It's pretty simple. But what I didn't know is the compound effect of that. So we were shipping out all kinds of items, cups, survival, uh, uh, survival targets. We had oil, we had glasses, we had all these kinds of cool stuff. And I built a long tail funnel where it had eight different upsells, right? Hey, do you want to add a cup? Do you want to add a floodlight? Do you want to add targets? Do you want to add oil? Do you want to add a cleaning kit? And what's interesting about that is as, as a funnel stands, you're like, it's pretty simple. There's, you know, Eight products, not too shabby. But what you don't think about is someone buys two coffee mugs, uh, three Einsteins, and a Target. The next guy buys one coffee mug, one Einstein, and three Targets. And then the next guy. So like, you get to this nth factor of so many different varieties of different products that go in a package. And when you're shipping that out, it becomes a logistical nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like It is bad. And that's where our entire program started was that we've created in the last year, which is called Reactive Funnels. And we use Reactive Funnels to digress all of that stuff into usually like one or two products. So our funnels now only incorporate two products through an entire sales funnel. Does that mean the average order value is high? We, yeah, we, we have a very, very high order value. So usually, just to give you an idea, you mentioned Shopify earlier. So yeah. Shopify has usually about a 1.5%, 2% click-to-order ratio. When we have somebody come to us and say, hey, I got a Shopify store, and we can put them over on ClickFunnels, we can normally double their conversion. Okay, we'll double their conversion. So we'll go from like a 2% to a 4 to 5% click-to-order. 
and then we'll also double their carts. So if they have a $40 cart, we can get that to $80 carts. Yeah, so again, sense. more customers, higher carts, which yields a 4X return. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, so I take it you don't do t-shirts anymore. Oh, absolutely we do. You do? Yeah, we do. At we do, $40. Uh, at $80. Well, now, of course, a cart won't be $80 with t-shirts. A, car, a t-shirt funnel might be you know, 30 to 40 bucks because you got a t-shirt that's 20, right? Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. So, um, what should we start out with the don'ts, you know, what, what are the, the absolute most? So the first one was, you know, overcomplicating your business yeah. by adding too many SKUs. Are there any other don'ts, you know, you, you know, you could tell your yourself five years ago, um, not to have implemented and it would have, you know, yielded you a lot, would saved you, you know, a lot, you know, um, hundreds of millions, you know, pretty much. Yeah. There's lots of, I think there's lots of do's that take away the don'ts. Mm-hmm. So for instance, a good one that I always go back to is systems. So for instance, what systems do we currently have that are not scalable? Okay. So what systems do we currently have that are not scalable? Does that, does that make sense? Yep. Just hand to hand you know, uh, manipulation and, you know, anything that's, yeah. So where do you start to make the tweaks um, at um, customer interaction level, you know, customer service, um, order processing, where, where do you start to, to, to spot those bottlenecks? Yeah. Let me give you an example. Okay. So let's say that you have a person who uses sticky notes on their computer. Okay. Seems like a good idea. Seems like it works, right? You got Susan over here. You got Billy over here. You got Steven over here. They all need different things. They need to call back Billy on Tuesday. They need to call Steven on Wednesday. And what's, what's crazy about that is if you scale that by a thousand, all of a sudden that system completely is destroyed. There's no way you can be organized with a thousand sticky notes on your desk. So how I look at systems is, is it scalable by a hundred? Is it scalable by a thousand? And if not, then how do we make it scalable right now? So when we do get to a hundred or a thousand times, it is scalable, right? Yeah. Because there's no way, like the systems that you currently have in place for your business, let's take this podcast, for example, how you're scheduling out podcasts, the way that you're doing it right now, if you have a hundred podcast interviews tomorrow, the systems that you're currently using to schedule and to maintain your, uh, your schedule in your uh, psyche, if you will, will it work? Will it be organized? Will it be efficient? Or does it all just break down? And you're like, crap, I need a whole new system if we're going to be doing 100 podcasts a week versus one a week, right? Mm-hmm. So, so in, in the context of a business, of, of an e-commerce business, what, what, would you, what, what did you realize you know, a few years ago that was not scalable that you started to make tweaks on? Sticky notes. Sticky notes was a big one. <laughs> Absolutely. Communication was a big one. Right. You know, we use Skype as a communication. And what, what we noticed was things in Skype would get just brought up to the top and people would forget to scroll up. Or emails. Let's say that you're just using one email account to house all your support emails versus like a Zendesk with ticket systems. Yeah. Right? A, Stuff yeah. like that. Like you just, you just start to realize. All you have to ask yourself though is this process, how we're answering phones. We are on landlines. We had four landlines, okay? When we got the fifth phone call, because all the other four are, are, are on the phone, this guy went straight to voicemail. 
every day we had 300 voicemails we had to call back. So instead of an inbound call center, now we became an outbound call center. An outbound call center is 25% efficient of an inbound call center. Again, is the system that you're using scalable? So when do you start to think about it from, from the start of your business or you know, as you yourself growing? Yeah, the stuff you're doing right now. Like who's to say, like who's to say that tomorrow one of your podcasts don't go viral and they get all this attention, right? Your email starts filling up right now. People say, hey, I, man, I want to be on your podcast. You're going to be big, right? And now you got interview section. So, so how, do you, how do you choose who you're going to interview and who you're not? Do you just accept everybody? So the systems that you currently have in place, are they, are they scalable? Right? So all you got to do is imagine, what's it look like to be 100 times what we're doing right now? And what systems break and what systems stay clean? That makes sense. Okay, so um, do you only use click funnels at the moment or um, do, do, you, do you sometimes you know, fall back on Shopify? Uh, you know what? We have never used Shopify. Interesting. Yeah, we've always been a click funnel user. Okay. Okay. And, and what gives it that edge? You know, um, what, what are the key feature sets that makes it, because it's, it's obviously scalable as you, you know, alluded to earlier. Um, so, so what makes ClickFunnels a scalable platform, you know, that's allowed you stick to it all through, um, you know, the, these, you know, this, this past years. Yeah. I don't know if we stick to it because it's scalable. I mean, Shopify is scalable. WordPress is scalable. I think there's all kinds of things that are scalable. Why I stick to it is because it's a reverse sale. So with Shopify, they go and load their carts and then they put their credit card in at the very end. Okay. Prior to that, what a ClickFunnel does is you enter your credit card and then you buy. That's the reason we stay with it. So it's stored in with, with, your, with your payment provider. Where, where, where is it stored? You know, um, because normally... Um, due to PCI compliance issues, um, you know, um, you many small businesses do not want to, you know, store, you know, credit card details of um, of, of shoppers. So they tend to just outsource it to the likes of Stripe or, or PayPal. So what happens in ClickFunnels? What's the engineering there? You got me. That'd be a great question for Russell. Mm. So, so essentially, um, if I if I purchased in in ClickFunnels, um, if if I put in my my credit card details, I don't necessarily need to put in. Um, I don't necessarily need to put it in again. It's stored right. somewhere. Correct. Yeah, you just, it's just a button click. It's already okay. stored. So then, all you do is click a button. Then, and up can it you goes. connect it to PayPal? Can you connect it to to Stripe? What you know? What what are the um, what what what's what's the payment processing like with um, with PayPal? How do you get paid with 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 ClickFunnels? Uh, <laughs> you have to log into ClickFunnels and see the integrations. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So they're backend integrations, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Yeah. So I guess where where I'm trying to get to here, you know, in the, in this conversation is, you know, um, how can users, what users know, you know, about e-commerce and ClickFunnels, you know, um, just, you know, what what you have to. To, 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 to say, you know, in terms of like the key pillars in, in, in ClickFunnels, what, how would you design, you know, um, a, uh, an offer in ClickFunnels and why is it so compelling? Oh, man. It's really not, you know, like ClickFunnels isn't the answer. Shopify isn't the answer. Facebook isn't the answer. It's the offer. It's the hook. There's no, there's no secrets. Like there's no Facebook hacks. There's no ClickFunnels hacks. There's no Shopify hacks. Realistically, what it comes down to is the hook, the offer, coming up with something that people desire. 
And when you have that, you can sell a crap ton of them. Okay, so let, let's talk about the offer. Um, sure. Obviously, your, your offers five years ago, you know, six years ago, are different from your offers now. You're absolutely killing it now. Um, how, where, what you talked about going to China? Um, do you drop ship from China or do you fulfill in the United States? You know, how do you get that perfect offer? Uh, well, the perfect offer actually comes from our clients. So what we do is we, we survey our clients and we ask them, what are you purchasing right now? What are you purchasing before? What are you purchasing during? And what are you purchasing after? And we ask them. And with, then we go surveys. sell that. Okay. So, yeah. so, so make so it pretty simple. I know it's not yeah. very complex. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Every, you know, simplicity is, is key. So, so essentially, what, what niches do you, do you go into? Do you, do you go into multiple niches or you know, do you stick to a single niche? You know, what, what's the, what, what does the offer look like? I like I like sticking to a to a one niche okay. because you can get a lot of crumbs from one niche. There's a lot of money in one niche. A lot of people do diverse. That's fine. Uh, it's just realistically, you know, what you want to do. But with us, we just stick with one and go very very deep. And uh, until we hit the bottom, we really don't move. We don't niche hop, is what we call it. Okay. And then, um, do you do you drop ship or do you you know um, have your warehouse or do you you know work with a three PL company? What 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 does it look like? Uh, it depends. It depends on on the product, of course. So, how we we'll normally start a product out is we'll order a hundred of them and see if we can sell them. Okay, so I have a hundred of these items, so not very big cost. So, if it's five bucks, it's five hundred dollars in cost. Uh, so, we'll set that in the warehouse and then we can build a sales funnel around it, see if we can sell it, and if we do, then we'll go order another thousand. So MOQ of a thousand. And then as long as we start seeing the sales of those go out, then we'll make a purchase order for 10 to 20,000 units. And then we just rotate through there. Yeah. But we don't, we don't necessarily drop ship from China. It takes too long, 20, 30 days. Uh, So we like to keep them, you know, shipping from within the United States. Yeah, and then you have that learning because if you know you sold fifty thousand of one one item, you you mm-hmm. kind of build up, you get the idea, and then as you said, you have that customer base of fifty thousand people. You could ask you know questions around, and you know sure. you know exactly what you know what next to the source. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And then what what are your thoughts around you know customer experience? You know, um, like you know customer expectations with in regards to delivery and communication from your company, from your from your e-commerce you know company. What do we do with customer service? Um, just customer experience. Your 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 thoughts in it. You know, um, what's what's your approach to to customer experience? Um, and by that I mean from you know deliver from every every touch point with with a customer. Um, sure. You know, from the moment they give you. Their, their money, you know, um, how, how do you, what's your approach? So we treat them just like they want to be treated, you know, and what's interesting about customers is there's different types of customers in different niches. So with our niche, our guy is a very quick to anger, uh, you know, harder approach, uh, doesn't want to talk to you uh, kind of customer. So you have to be very, you know, discreet and non-direct with our type of customers. And so we do that with laughter. We do that with jokes. We do that with, you know, being fun and being active uh, through our different different touch points, like you kind of said. So the mailer that goes out is very fun and creative. Uh, when they call in, it's not, hey, thank you for calling the, you know, NGOA Buyers Club. Press one for an operator. Press two to, you know, get returns. It's more of, hey, hey there, patriot. Want to say hello to you? Uh, hang on one second while we go find somebody to take this phone call. We're out hunting right now. So usually, you know takes a little bit for us to come back to the phone. 
And, uh, and then, you know, we go through that kind of process. So we, in, in most cases, when we switched to that, uh, what was interesting was when we got on the phone, the guys were laughing and we'd say, Hey, why, why are you guys laughing? And they're like, Oh, that was the best, you know, most hilarious, uh, intro I've ever heard because they're used to, you know, you know, uh, due to, due to, uh, what is it due to, uh, heavier call volume, wait times are extended, right? Yeah. Like crap or, or the, or the, uh, casual, uh, you know, Hey, our menu options have changed. Please listen to all of them thoroughly. Uh, you know, we don't do any of that stuff cause that's, that's old hat. That's corporate. So we make it very, we make it cheesy if you will, and fun, uh, and, and laughable when they call in. It's memorable. Yeah, it's too. memorable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. That's, that's interesting. Okay. Um, is, is there any other thing we haven't, you know, sort of touched base on in terms of like e-commerce, you know, um, where, where do you see, you know, e-commerce in the next year? You know, what, what, what are your thoughts, you know, in 2019, 2020, um, what's going to change in, in this space? I think we, we're still going to see brick and mortar businesses crumbling if they don't catch on because mm. e-commerce is taking it by storm. It's too easy for someone to click a couple buttons and make a massive impact where a store owner is just hoping that their door opens or someone comes into their front door, right? Mm -hmm. Like e-commerce and social is spreading like wildfire and it's growing and growing and growing. And uh, it's going to continue to grow. Like it's just, it's just, it's it's so fluid, Yeah. right? There's not much hard work you have to do. Like not the typical... Uh, you know, going to BNI meetings or going to the local chamber of commerce, like the stuff like that is becoming old hat. And what's new is, is social. It's, it is indeed. Um, and, um, you know, Facebook shows no signs of, 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 of warning. Um, you know, they, I think there's a, there's a 200% increase in, in revenue, you know, um, year on year, you know, um, from Q4. Yeah, it, it just despite all the you know um, the controversial stuff you know going around. So speaking of Facebook, is is that your primary um, you know source of traffic, or um, do you sort of diversify traffic? Well, with us, it's tough. Uh, you know, we're in the hunting niche, so we're in the patriot niche, gun niche, ammo niche. So Facebook doesn't like us. Mm. Uh, so they don't like us advertising because we lead to the sale of ammunition. We lead lead to the sale of firearms, which ugh. So we have to kind of divert over to you know other types of media. So we have to go to websites that are hosting uh, massive channels, massive marketing channels of those type of people. Uh, we'll also do email drops, you know, where we go in and rent someone's email list of people who yeah. have bought gold or silver or someone who you know has neck pain or back pain or things like that. Uh, we'll also look at affiliates. So affiliate traffic will go out and they'll do the same thing, but they get a cut, and so they're just you know robbing Peter to pay Paul, and they get a little split of that. Uh, so we, we do different types of traffic that work for that particular niche. If we weren't in that particular niche, then yes, of course, Facebook would be a big one. Instagram, YouTube, uh, you know, direct advertising, things like that. Would be so, so the principles is down to understanding your customer persona, who, who your customers are, which you've, 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 you've nailed to, yeah. you know, um, you, you've nailed down and then you just check, look for where they're hanging out, you know, and right. you're, you're just maximizing those channels. Um, so how do you sort of, approach, you know, people called, um, you know, as you said, you know, on, you know, when people, people pick up the phone, you're quote unquote cheesy, but you know, you get them to laugh, you get them to giggle, you get them to, 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 to remember the brand. Um, so 
when you say rent an email list or you go through, um, you, you put in um, an offer on a, on a website, um, what, you know, what kind of emotions are you trying to get? You know, what, what's, what's the, what's your intention, you know, to, to get their attention and their clicks through to, to, to your offer? Yeah. So that's the best thing about doing that type of advertising is we don't, right? We don't deal with it. So we don't, the affiliate marketers, they're doing that. That's mm-hmm. what they're good at. They're good at getting that hand raised. What we're really good at is providing offers that convert to that audience. Okay. And that's what, that's what the market is starving for, right? That's what they're craving is new offers, high converting offers that, you know, that, that play, uh, pay out a very high EPC, which is an earning per click. And that's what we're really good at. That's our superpower. Our superpower isn't affiliate traffic. Our superpower isn't email drops. Our, our superpower isn't advertising. Our superpower is high conversions, optimization, and product sales. You know, that's what we're good at. That's what so we're you're, good at. you're a platform of offers, really. You've, you've established yourself as, as that platform that you know, delivers really great offers, not only to the end user, but to yeah. you know, affiliates and partners. Right, correct. Fascinating stuff. I've never really... No, no one's ever told me that. You know, mm. uh, interesting. Very, very, very super, super interesting there. Um, is, is there any other thing we haven't covered? Um, you know, any any key thing you want, you know, um, listeners to take away, Trey? Yeah, I think you, I think you covered a lot. It was great. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, before I let you go, um, I have a lightning round. Um, I typically ask, you know, everybody who comes onto, onto the show and uh, ask you about five questions. And if you could use a single sentence to, to answer Ooh. each of them, it'd be great. All right. Ready? Well, let's do it. Lightning right. round. How do you hire people? Button, no worries. <laughs> How do you hire people? How do we hire people? Yeah. Uh, too fast and not slow enough. <laughs> You're the second person saying this today. What are your three indispensable tools for managing your business? Dispensable tools? Indispensable tools. Oh, indispensable tools for running the business? Yes. Well, obviously, that would be uh, uh, products, click funnels, and a merchant account. Awesome. Okay. What's been your best mistake to date? By that, I mean a fact <laughs> that's given you the best feedback. Uh, chargebacks. Chargebacks. Okay. That's, that's I was going to ask you, as in, how do you manage um, your, but you, 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 you don't do dropship, so, so I wouldn't even ask you. What's one, what's one piece of advice can you give you know, um, listeners keen on driving growth in their e-commerce businesses? Driving, know your numbers. Know your numbers, good. Absolutely. You can't, you can't scale without knowing your numbers. What, what are your fundamental numbers? Oh, just having KPIs, key performance indicators, right? How much, how much profit am I making per sale? How much profit am I making per unit? What can I afford? What am I willing to afford? What's my lifetime value of a client over three months, nine months, 12 months? Yeah. Knowing that, you know you can scale. Yeah, makes sense. Gets gets an answer to the numbers. Exactly. If you could choose a single book or resource that's made the highest impact on how you view building a business and growth, which would it be? Mm, That's a great question. I ask the same thing on my podcast. So uh, I'll give you two because you never can give one. I've learned that as well. So basically, if you ask me that, Four years ago, I would have said this book right here, which has been the four hour work week. Okay. And yeah. just listening to that title, I had no clue what in the hell it meant. I was like, there's not, that's, not, that's not even possible by Tim Ferriss. And that was, a, that was my first book of understanding a new life is out there versus like this corporate index of insurance agents, loan officers, real estate, 
you know, the typical doctor feel like fields of school. Professionals. Really, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so that really put a, put opened my mind. Like I was very open. I'm like, whoa, like there's a whole other world out there that I'm not even experiencing right now. And then how do you find it, right? And um, I'd say this year, uh, along with last year, a great book from Jay Abraham, Mentor Now, is Getting Everything You Can Out of Everything You Got. That's a fantastic book of just realizing how you're not utilizing everything that you have inside your company to date. It doesn't matter if you're one person or if you're a team of 20 or you're a team of 100. That book takes you through the steps of realizing, pulling out of pieces of holes of like, wow, yeah, totally. We're not even utilizing that. It's amazing. We can go find more money there. Is that what got you to, to, to get him to be your mentor, Jay, Jay Abraham? You know, I didn't, I didn't read that book. I read a different book about, uh, that he wrote by Mr. X. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, the legendary, I don't know if I can remember that. It's like the legendary marketing secrets of Jay Abraham, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'll check both books out. Um, yes. Awesome. Now, um, if you know, um, listeners wanted to, to follow up on you know, what you do, your podcast, um, your, your, your mentoring and training programs, you know, um, what's the best sure. way to, to follow you, Trey? Man, I think, the, I think the best thing these guys can do is keep following you, brother. <laughs> Bless just you. Keep, just keep listening to what you're doing, interviewing, and, and uh, <laughs> following along. Like, it, this is where it's at. You're hustling. You're doing great. Just keep watching what you're doing and they'll, they'll be inspired to do big things. Bless you. <laughs> anyway, but you, ha- you do have a website, don't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, just, yeah, trailerwellman.com. You're, 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 you're modest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, cheers. Thank you so much for, for turning up um, to, to today's episode. We've, we've learned a ton, you know, from Good. you. Thank you so much. Hey, man, appreciate it. Thanks again. Thanks. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X E-Commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2X E-Commerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.